0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Below the Surface, where we dive into the waters of history, facts, and effects of mental health disorders. I'm Amber Prado, and let's dive right into another episode. On today's episode, we will be discussing borderline personality disorder. And to get better first-hand experience, today we will be relating our facts to the nonfiction novel Girl Interrupted by Susanna Kaysen, and even interview a guest who has direct experience with this disorder. To begin, it is important to understand the basic premise of what it is. To put it simply, Borderline Personality Disorder, or BPD, is an illness most commonly identified by noticeable patterns of mood swings and quickly changing self-image and behaviors. These feelings can often cause impulsivity in actions and decisions, while also having problems in all kinds of relationships. Symptoms include a fear of abandonment, unsustainable and intense relationships, rapid change in self-identity, no contact with the reality, impulsive and risky behavior, suicidal behavior, wide mood swings, feeling empty, and inappropriate anger. Resulting from these symptoms is a wide array of difficulties in personal as well as professional life. People living with BPD often experience repeated job loss, not achieving a full education, legal issues, conflict-filled and sometimes abusive relationships, and self-injury. They are more likely to have unplanned pregnancy, STIs, dangerous accidents, other mental health disorders, and to die from suicide. These complications make their everyday life that much more difficult than the average person. Simple, daily, everyday functions are often difficult because they constantly struggle with self-image and can have difficulty with controlling their emotions. Getting close with someone with borderline personality can also pose a challenge. They have difficulty being alone and a fear of abandonment, but often tend to push others who want to help away. The main character in the book Girl Interrupted experiences many of these complications when recounting stories of her past prior to the mental hospital and while staying in the mental hospital. She had various jobs which she lost due to her uncontrollable spurts of anger, she experienced multiple unhealthy relationships where she was groomed by her teacher and then often had unprotected sex with various other sexual partners, many of whom she did not know. She explains how easy it is for her to experience loss of reality and how it would cause her to have episodes of instability doing even the most simple tasks, such as grocery shopping. She experienced multiple acts of suicidal behavior, like taking 50 aspirin, but then having a swing of emotion. And going out to save herself, these stories she tells provide insight in what life is really like with borderline personality disorder. Today, our special guest is someone that has direct experience with this disorder. Hi, Toby. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. Yeah. Uh, my name's Toby Jacobs. I was involved with Susanna in the late '60s before being drafted into the war. So basically what my friend Toby is saying is he understands what it is like to be close to someone with borderline personality and the difference between the average person and someone with BPD. Yeah, especially in the 60s prior to treatment. So my question for you, Toby, is compared to other partners you've had, what makes Susanna stand out from the rest? She was definitely a lot. She was feisty, impulsive, and her mood swings were sometimes unbearable. Can you elaborate on that? By feisty, I mean she was often sarcastic, or always had a comeback ready. Sometimes it was difficult to have a serious conversation. And for impulsivity, she'd always want to travel and explore one minute and go out and do something crazy, but then she actually change her mind. So would you say being with someone with borderline personality disorder is more difficult than any other person? Definitely more difficult. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, but for sure more work. Being close with someone who has BPD, you always have to be consistent, provide reassurance, And be ready to guide them on the right path. Well, I think that is an excellent note to end on. Thank you for joining us, Toby. My thank you, Amber. Having a hard time reaching out or need someone to talk to? Do not want to meet with a therapist in person? Therapy Now is for you. Therapy Now is a free online therapy organization that you can join whenever you are in need. Go to www.therapynow.com to join today. That is www.therapynow.com. The history of BPD is long and grueling, and being diagnosed even today can pose a challenge. This illness was not recognized as valid for many years, but many cases where it proved to be the disorder began being noticed in the 1930s. Prior to the 1970s, People who were actually diagnosed, which was rare, were diagnosed with psychoanalytical colloquialism. The main character in our book, Susanna, attended a mental hospital in the 60s and therefore did not receive a proper diagnosis until the 2000s. Her medical records diagnosed her with character disorder. This was the case for many other people in similar shoes. In the 1970s, they often treated this disorder with psychoanalytic psychotherapy which was first created by Freud and is used to find the cause of the illness, which he theorized was often in the unconscious of the subject. Later on, in the 80s, other methods of therapy were found to also help, and even better, like group therapy. Finally, after years of research and studying, in the 2000s, borderline personality disorder was recognized as a legitimate mental illness when Susanna was finally diagnosed, and guidelines were made to help treat it. In modern day, we now have clear guidelines of differing ways to treat this disorder and the symptoms are clear and mostly specific to BPD, but as there are with many mental illnesses, there is still a stigma. Psychologists, therapists, and other mental health workers often try to avoid working with treating borderline personality patients. This is caused by often their inability to let people in and talk about their feelings. Also, their dramatic mood swings like extreme anger and sadness that is difficult to treat. So overall, we have a long way to go, but still have come a long way too. Thank you for listening to Below the Surface, where we swam in the waters of borderline personality disorder. I'm your host, Amber Pridal, and I will see you on next week's episode of Below the Surface.